Hello and how do you do? My name is Brooke and welcome to episode 4 of The Roost, a podcast where I hide from predators. Thank you for listening in. Today, I decided not to have a guest on um, just because I, I've been trying to get more people on here, but that has been a bit of a job. I, I'm just going to let it come naturally. It's no big deal, really. Um, I'm, I'm then really in no rush to have a bunch of people on this podcast. However, if you have not listened to episode three, um, where I have our first guest on here, I would highly suggest that you listen to it. Uh, once again, many thanks to Lee for joining me. It was a pretty fun time. And uh, I mean, I think there are always things I can improve on as a podcaster and interviewer. But um, I mean, I quite enjoyed it. It was it was pretty fun. So hopefully I can do that again soon with another person. Um, regardless, uh, there's been a bit of a break, obviously, between the last episode and this one. That's just simply because of college and things of that nature. It isn't really hard to sit down and talk for an hour, but I feel this pressure to be engaging, and I I just want to do that the best I can. But um, that's usually why I don't record an episode with at least some understanding or, you know, plan of what I will start out with. That's what I did for episode three, actually. Uh, hopefully, as I get more comfortable with both interviewing and podcasting, I um, can start to be more sharp in speech and ideas. But um, regardless of that, into what we were going to talk about today, um, I was thinking about like you know series or genres or media that I like, and I'm in episode two. If you listen to that, which um, but before I get into that, that episode two was like just the worst <laughs> in terms like it was so quiet. But I hope if like anyone listened to it, like you at least enjoyed enjoyed some of the content because I talked about Rango in there and I really really like Rango. Anyway though, um, I had mentioned in that episode actually that like how one of my favorite genres is, you know, um, cyberpunk and sci-fi, and really I absolutely love it. I there's just no no lies on that front. <laughs> I think it's probably one of the best genres. And that's, like, not even just cyberpunk. I like sci-fi as well. There, It's just a really good genre, I think. I'm not I'm not really too much into the fantasy type of genre, which is, I don't know, that might be, like, a little bit boring, but I've just never really been into the magic or anything like that. I didn't really uh, grow up on movies like that. I can't even really think of any movies that I... I like, I mean, like, I don't want to say grew up on a movie, because whenever, you're like, you're saying that... It kind of, I guess, insinuates uh, like your parents watched it and like you watched it, I guess. Or I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But like the film and TV that I grew up on are mostly like 40s mystery, <laughs> like thrillers and stuff. And um, I don't know, like like cartoons. I used to watch The Incredibles a lot. And, you know, you would think that, oh, she likes The Incredibles. She would probably like fantasy. But I'm guessing... I'm guessing The Incredibles is more like a sci-fi-ish type thing, however you want to put it. But anyway, yeah, sci-fi is probably one of my favorite ones. I love it when I I hate it, but because of like the scientific mumbo jumbo that they put in there for no particular reason. But I'm I'm quite a big fan of uh, of everything else <laughs> that's like not included with that. But um, anyway. I'm trying to, like, think. I was going to talk about a few series and maybe some games, because I'm more familiar with games than anything like that. But, um, that's, yeah, it's a, 
let's see i'm trying to like think there's so many like different i guess facets of cyberpunk i think because what a lot of people think of uh cyberpunk is like because it's very anti uh i don't want to say capitalist it's like it's it's just i don't know hmm it's very anti-government most of most of like the most well-known cyberpunk things at least i'm i'm pretty sure and the thing is is that i feel like a bit of a fake cyberpunk fan because i'm not into the i guess the like biggest like cyberpunk uh like i don't know like, the biggest like media like i've never ever even been familiar with deuce x at least not to my knowledge um i I've never, I I actually saw Inception for the first time like last year, and I saw The Matrix for the first time last year because I was like, I need to get a head start on some of these. Well, not a head start. I just need to get familiar with these because it is just really upsetting that I don't know anything about these films. And um, other than that, I am not familiar with any like classics, so it's really hard to like talk to me about stuff like that i'm trying to like think of like what's it like other one it's like an anime (laughs) oh this i feel so terrible not knowing what it is too because someone's like it's like a whole like series i think i don't know but like people like suggested suggested to me and stuff like that and i just simply don't look at it um but yeah like deuce x i the metal gear series has always been a bit of an enigma to me I was, for some reason, I, like, watched, like, an entire playthrough of Snake Eater, um, because I thought that was, like, I thought that was the first one in the series, but as it turns out, it's actually the third one. I have no clue what's going on, and, and, um, I have no, like, no clue how (laughs) the Metal Gear, like, timeline works, and and no one seems to know. Everyone's like, well, I think if you, like, if you want to play it like this, you should, but I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, uh, oh yeah, Cowboy Bebop. I've never seen Blade Runner. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with any of those. I know I should watch Blade Runner. I it really hurts because like when I actually found out that Blade Runner was a completely different thing, because I kept thinking that it was like the Maze Runner, like one, and it's just um I thought like 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 that movie about the kids in the maze, <laughs> and uh, I felt so bad. I have to apologize to the the Blaze Runner Corporation, <laughs> but anyway, um, so basically, I'm trying to like think of what else. But yeah, I like cyberpunk a lot though, even though I'm not like into like the main media of it. I I don't know. I like the, like really specific stuff, I guess. Um, I for some reason I don't know if like if if you ever heard of like the why am I saying like why am I, like, asking the the person, like, as if, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place today. Anyway, the, like, really, um, the, like, really, like, the really specific genre of cyberpunk bartending games, which is very, very intriguing to me, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's literally just, like, cyberpunk bartender. I don't know why that's such like, a prevalent like where people got that from i guess it's because it's like oh bartenders have like a lot of information or something like that and um i guess people just like that a lot i'm not sure but i've i haven't played i've played one of the okay so 
there's like two like main cyberpunk bartending games i think it was like the only two on the market if i'm being honest and it's valhalla and red strings club now i already know like a lot about valhalla i watched a playthrough of it though and i i never played it but i played uh red strings club by myself and i will have to say i really really like that like type of thing you know it's like I, I really just, like, I'm really, like, a big fan of very specific things like that, I feel. Because, like, it's, cyberpunk is already a niche genre, in my opinion. It doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it gets a lot of attention, but not, like, the right type of attention. And I feel like Red Strings Club and Valhalla gives it, like, this, like, right, like, little edge. You know, even though, I guess, Valhalla is more, um, I don't want to say weebish, but it's a lot more anime-oriented. Where and like Red Strings Club is like I guess closer to a I don't want to say serious because it's it's far from that I guess depending on how you play but it's got like a completely different tone and you really just kind of know less about everyone it's like with with okay with Red Strings Club like with both stories you're like coming into a story like just like in the middle like out of nowhere you know but I, I with Red Strings Club you get so like little information. And you really have to just, like, pay really close attention to context clues and such. And I feel like with the Red Strings Club, there's more, like, a fantasy element going on. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's something going on with that. Um, oh, that this reminded me. Uh, there's, like, this, like... Okay, so it's not cyberpunk. It's, like, fantasy. But it's, like... It's, like, modern fantasy. And it's like a co- like you play like you play like a coffee owner, and it's called Coffee Talk, and that's like what they remind. I like I like genres like that where it like mixes something like that with, like recipes and everything like that. Cause that is, I don't know I just really am a big fan of that. Coffee Talk was very interesting. I don't know like like imagine, like an elf, who ha- who's, who's like working at like a startup business company as a photographer is um asking you for like a latte that's like basically the whole the whole game and you've got to like figure out how to get everyone's relationships intact and stuff like that but yeah um it's it's pretty good though otherwise i i really like stuff like that but let me just like actually get into specifics so I know a few things about Valhalla. I think Valhalla is probably the, the more popular game out of the two. I think Red Strings Club has a very, very intriguing storyline, though. And honestly, it's a little bit darker than Valhalla, I think. Um, I mean, Valhalla has some elements that are just completely different um, that they, like, put in there. But I don't know. Red Strings Club makes it a lot more dark. I, I don't want to really spoil anything. Um... But it's it's just so haunting, I think, at the end. And you just kind of, I don't know, everything f- feels a lot more helpless than it did with Valhalla. Whereas Valhalla, you're kind of affecting the, um, the like, fate of... I don't know, like, fates are very different in the Red Strings Club and Valhalla. They both have, um, like, the system of, like, roots and stuff like that. Although with Red Strings Club, it's a lot more obvious. It's kind of... Whenever, like, you make a choice, it's kind of like Zero Escape, where you, um, it, like, directly shows you that there are, like, five different choices that you could have made in that, in, like, that, like, point in time. I don't know, I find it so intriguing. I, I really do like the, like, the, 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 I think I like the mixing system of Red Strings Club a lot more, 
because the red strings club system how it works is um you're basically like tuning into souls and into hearts whereas with the with like bar like um not bartending whereas with like valhalla you are making drinks based off of i guess i mean both of them you're making drinks based off of feeling and they all they always like affect the person afterwards but it's like every single like none of the drinks that you make for people in the red strings club will like be the same it like they won't be the same they always have to be different and they always have to like tune into different things so you can get certain things out of them so say for instance you'll have like three nodes on a person and you've got to like i mean i feel like um i've only had like one playthrough of it but depending on like the order i think that you do it and um like the order that you how do you say like finish the nodes i guess you can tune into different parts of them at a certain time and get certain like information out of them so i guess they say, say for instance you plugged into like the lust before the joy and um you would get like a completely different dialogue based off of that whereas if you had d done joy first you would have got something else and i really like that system like a lot um whereas with like valhalla i'm not gonna say i i don't don't i don't dislike the structure of valhalla at all it is really great it's very solid um i think it really just kind of depends on red strings club Red Strings Club is a lot more slippery, whereas Valhalla has, like, less... Valhalla is, like, a lot more, like, hey, if you, like, read everything correctly and you pay attention to context, you'll be fine. Whereas with a Red Strings Club, you have to kind of, like... It's just a slippery more... It's, like, a more of a slippery system. And you got to be careful with how you mix the drinks because you can spill it and stuff like that. And both of them kind of tune into different parts of gameplay that I, I really think I enjoy, like, a lot. But, um... Those are, like, the games that I'm most familiar with when it comes to Cyberpunk. Well, not no, I'm lying. I'm lying to you. Um, I I don't know if Primordia is considered a Cyberpunk game. I know it's considered sci-fi and dystopian, but it, it it's, uh, I, maybe I could just talk about that another time. I think Watch Dogs 2 is considered Cyberpunk as well. I'm a pretty big fan of Cyber, of not, of, um, not... <laughs> We, you already know that I'm a big fan of cyberpunk, so why am I saying it again? Basically, I think Watch Dogs 2 is considered cyberpunk. I actually really like the Watch Dogs series. I haven't seen the most recent one, like, at all. I usually stay pretty blind on, like, new releases of games until maybe a year after the fact when people are like wanting it high if they don't usually i don't like look into it or maybe if i get like really curious i will and that's kind of how i feel with cyberpunk 2077 um i have not looked into it at all i've like seen people talk about it and stuff like that i don't know i i really did not don't have high hopes for it i never did um because with something that that something that big as cyberpunk 2077 um you're just kind of asking for, I don't know, I, I just, I don't trust big companies like that to make games about cyberpunk, because, like, you know, it's, like, the entire point of cyberpunk is to not be in a conglomerate, it's always about against conglomerates, against these groups, and I don't know, I feel like cyberpunk is kind of criticizing that idea of a conglomerate, and the fact that um, they are making a game on that, it does not, I don't know. Maybe maybe the the company that made Cyberpunk 2077 were not that big, but it just kind of requires you to come down from that lofty high position. And I um 
I will equate it to Illumination making uh, the Lorax and taking out the big ring, uh, like, um, song from the soundtrack because that was needed. You know, that they would, they would be retroactively, um, like, not blaming, but chat, like, chastising, no, like, basically insulting themselves almost. They would have to take responsibility for the things that they create and just them as a whole. And I feel like that just requires a different type of humble humility that these companies do not have so i feel like as a result of that cyberpunk was not is not going to be that good at least in my opinion uh, i'm not a big fan of first person shooters either that's what i've heard that is a that it's a first person shooter not sure i'll look into it once i feel like it or maybe five years from now when people stop like reselling every single thing that they see um maybe then Maybe maybe then I'll I'll take a look at it. By the way, the re the reselling business is so just like disgusting, like actually, and it it really does suck because there's not there's nothing that you can really do about that. Um, because like basically, yeah, there's there's nothing that you can do about that, and it it really does suck because there's so many people. I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't want to say like oh people would need these because people don't really need a PS5, but it's just really upsetting how these people will buy like tens or hundreds of PS5s and then resell them at like a 50% upcharge just just to get like a little bit of money out of it. And people, I don't know, people are just so greedy. And it, it I don't know, it reminds me of the start of COVID when people were like buying a bunch of water and then selling it for an upcharge. And it's like, it's everything is like a profit to these people. Like people can't actually have fun or just be humans without having like a huge price on it. And I don't know. That that just that whole business is just really upsetting. I don't like that at all. But regardless of that, um Cyberpunk. <laughs> I I don't know. I think Cyberpunk is a really hard genre to like do without it coming off as incredibly edgy or raunchy. And the like best example of that is Altered Carbon. Um not the anime one cuz I found out there was like an anime one. Uh but like no, like I'm thinking of like the live the live action. And don't get me wrong, I I love the concept of altered carbon. I love that. Like the idea that these bo- that bodies are just vessels. You know, they don't they don't have really have any meaning and you can have as many or as little as you need. Um, you know, and your body will stay frozen for like years and years. But um it's I don't know. Altered Carbon, after like a while, just became so incredibly raunchy, and I don't. I absolutely despise when a when like a movie or a film or a series is just like every single um like uh, man. When everyone's when everyone's like reason for like being or reason to like help out or anything like that is just because of like sex or love or whatever it gets really annoying really quick and i actually this reminds me of like 13 sentinels i guess room i don't know if that's considered cyberpunk either i'm gonna say it is though for the purposes of this conversation but there is something that annoys me more than when someone's entire like just character or whenever someone's like um priorities it's just based in like love and sex i can't stand that and that's why i had to stop watching how to get how to get away with murder because every single person in there is sleeping with someone else and that's their entire literally 
like the original bonds between the the uh, main character, the main guy, and like the professor was because she was cheating on her husband. Like, come on, like, can we just like have like just like genuine conversations, please? But anyway, altered carbon. I'm gonna actually spoil it, altered carbon, because I don't care. Um, literally, like, like one of like the big um, <laughs> one of like the reasons like why, like this like woman is like checking up on this guy anyway is um like on like the main character is because like he has the body of like her like past like lover and it is just so annoying because i'm like okay and then they sleep together and i'm like please like can we just not have that like for like two seconds and then the guy ends up sleeping with like one of like the big big wumbo jumbos um like the like the wife of one of them and and, like, then it turns out that the daughters of, like, the big wumbo-jumbo are, like, using the mom's body to sleep around. And it's just, like, could you, like, just please, like, for two seconds, have a coherent story that does not require everyone to get into everyone's pants? That is all I'm asking. And I feel like a lot of cyberpunk films think that that's the way to, like, get people's attention is, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. There's sex. There's there's booby. And it's like, no, I don't need booby. I don't. I really don't. Please. I just, I want a, a story that, I want a story that criticizes conglomerates. I don't want a story that maybe criticizes conglomerates and maybe hates poor people. And, and then also like a whole bunch of booby in between. That's not what I want. That's not why I'm here. If I wanted that, I would, I would look up other resources for that. And I'm just, all I'm just, all I'm saying. But, um, <laughs> that's my little rant on, on booby and, um, <laughs> and cyberpunk. But I'm not actually sure, um, exactly how cyberpunk 2077 deals with these concepts. Cause I feel like here's like, here's what, here's what the outside world sees cyberpunk as. It's like, they see it as, um, we, hey guys, uh, poor people are poor. Rich people are rich and they hate poor people. Um, every single cop is an alcoholic or has some type of issue. Um, there, the, there's like a troublemaker drug lord. I, like, we don't know why he's there. He's just kind of sitting there. And, um, people sleep their way to the top. That's, like, that's, like, what, that's not, like, all of it, but that's, like, what, it's, oh, yeah, and drug use. People love drug use, and, oh, my God. I, man, sometimes cyberpunk makes me, like, so upset the way people treat the genre, and it doesn't deserve it. I feel like some things in Altered Carbon, though, were, like, just excellent i really i to be honest as much as i complain about it being like raunchy and stuff like that i i really kind of like i was a big fan of like the love hotel guy um like the ai because there's like an ai in there like ais like run hotels and i i'm guessing because like yeah and they become like obsolete and there's like a whole like um i don't know there's like a whole conglomerate of these like ai hotel people and it's it's just really really funny to me i i don't know i kind of like it but regardless of that i um hmm. yeah my my complaints on the way that people treat cyberpunk can can go very far i just i don't know i just wish that when people have these concepts they would just stick to it and it wouldn't have to 
um, I don't know, I, I, I just, you don't have to have, like, a whole bunch of, like, sex and drugs and stuff like that and, um, crime in a cyberpunk series for it to be good. That's just my opinion. I know, like, it's supposed to be, like, like, cyberpunk, I was like, oh, it's a, it's a governless world, the government doesn't care about us. Just, like, have, like, a good story, you know? That's, like, all I'm asking. <laughs> the only, I'm trying to, like, think... The only, um, hmm, no, I'm lying. The, well, I, I'm thinking, like, like one of, like, the, like, the few cyberpunk, like, shows that I've enjoyed thoroughly, and I thought that have, they had, like, a good mix of all that type of stuff, is Psychopaths. And this is me being a little bit of a weeb, and that's because I am. Um, I don't know if, like, my friend George is ever gonna, like, listen to this, but if so, I should probably, you know, I should have George on for an episode, and we'll talk about Psychopaths or something. But, um, Anyway, so, yeah, he suggested it to me once, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it or whatever, and it is actually extremely good. It kind of works, considering that all of it is about crime, it it basically uses these people that are criminals, and they, they judge whether or not these people are criminals based off of a thing called a psychopath, and, um, if these people are like criminals or whatever, or they have, like, a the tendency to become a criminal, they like basically they end up working for like the government in order to take down other like criminals and like it is I don't know I just I like that like a lot and it's like a really it's like a fresh concept and um I don't know it's just not as like obvious in terms of just it being like raunchy it's it's very I don't know I I don't want to say like it's a smart or intelligent show but it's it's very intriguing in how they deal with these issues and they they also because it's like basically the main character is someone who, like, the system works for her, you know? Like, the system loves her, and and as far as she's concerned, she should never have any problems with that system. But as, like, she, like, goes around, and she, like, sees all these people that are affected, and that are, like, losing to this system, she kind of comes to, you know, question, I mean, like, like just like what's going on and like why is not why isn't the system working for them and then how does that affect her and everything like that and um so but it, it works really well in that case because like you kind of she starts to question the system that is um because like she she's like in the police force and such and i don't know i i like that a lot because like you know you always have like the oh the police force is starting to realize that the system that they are in does not work for them or whatever but like in this case it's like the system does work for her you know but she's like realizing that it doesn't actually work for everyone else and that's like the problem is because there's such a huge um this is this is like a huge decline in terms of how she will be treated into like opposition of others i don't know it's a really brilliant anime if i'm being honest i haven't i've only seen season one though and i According to the friend that suggested it to me, he said that season two is miserable and it makes him really angry. They, it also has a visual novel that uh, I played with him for like a little bit, but we couldn't even get through like, to, like it was just so like long winded and it's just such a terrible experience, which makes me really upset because I would really like a good cyberpunk visual novel which you can get by looking at Valhalla and um Red Strings Club so please look at those if you would love to if if you're interested
Moving on, though, um, I'm trying to, like, think of other series that I could discuss. This might be a short episode now that I think about it, because I just simply don't want to win myself out. And 30 minutes is, like, long, like, more than long enough for an episode for me. Um, but I, I want, before I do any of that, I do want to talk about, uh, like, another series that I like. It's called 3%. It is on, it's on Netflix. It's, like, a a Portuguese, like, 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 sci-fi, um, drama. Can I please say the word? Thank you. <laughs> it is really good, actually. Um, I have, I have, like, once again, I've only seen, like, one season of it. Like, well, actually, kind of, like, two, but, man, I'll tell you what, I really, really like that show, at least in terms of concept. The execution of it was a little shaky, the actors are pretty good, though. I, I can't even remember all of their names, but um, one of my favorite characters is this girl named Joanna, but I'll, I'll get into that. I th- well, I think that's her name, at least. <laughs> but, like, the like the show... I Guys, I really highly suggest that if you are trying to find good, like, films in terms of, the, of like, sci-fi, at least, like, Netflix has, like, an influx of them, but it's all foreign, Okay. Like, the best sci-fi uh, dramas that I have seen have been Portuguese or French. Or, like, the ones, like, the best concept. They might not have the best execution, but they have really good concept. And I really like that. I like a lot. And, uh, but, and 3% is one of them. 3% was the start of me getting into, like, movies that were at least, uh, you know, like, French and stuff like that. I'm in, por- I got port, I got in Portuguese and stuff like that. Um, but basically... It's, like, really good, because it kind of is, like, a, hmm, I don't want to say, like, Divergent-esque, but usually, at, like, a certain age, um, like, all these people have to, like, go into, like, this, like, little test, and um, if they, you know, pass the test, they can go on to, like, better heights, but if they, if they lose at any point, they have to go back, they have to go back to where they came from, and they, like, live in, like, poverty, and, um, they're like, oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna all go to, um, we're all gonna go, like, to, I I keep reading, like, the name of, like, all these places, but it's, it's always, like, really, really good, I think. I, I quite like it. Um, I quite like, I quite like the series as a whole, but the execution of it is always shaky. There was a bunch of, like, I mean, I don't know, some of it was raunchy for no reason. I don't know why everyone... Why is it that, like, all in, like, these, like, sci-fi films, everyone decides they want to, like, sleep together for some reason? Like, I don't know. Like, is it something about the, uh, like, I don't know, hundreds of people dying, that one guy who, like, killed himself at the beginning of, like, season one? Um, is there just something about that just kind of, like, makes your, like, knickers go crazy or something? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Maybe, like, a tad bit inappropriate, but... That's just how, I guess, some sci-fi movies are. They think that we want the sexy time. I don't want the sexy time. I'm really sorry. But anyway, I, I feel like the cyberpunk genre is just one of those gray areas where you, you, ha- you have to get it right. Like, you have to make sure you have, like, a solid concept. You know, of course, you have to play into the stereotypes of the genre because that is what makes a genre is a stereotype. But I really just... Like, like, things like Psychopaths needs to, like, be applauded. Or at least, and, like, at least, like, in terms of concepts, things like 3% and, um, Altered Carbon. Because they have 
they have like really good concepts it's just that the execution of them might need to be a little bit worked on or tweaked and there's not really much you can do about that because it's already out you know they would have to keep making a remake and no one really wants a whole remake you know i i don't think everyone wants to do that but i i quite like it it's it's like the no it's not like the cowboy genre because the cowboy genre is just like oversaturated with like bad so like when you find something good it's like amazing you know i think cyberpunk it's got like a lot of great genres and it it has like a lot of good stereotypes but um it's just that people don't know how to execute them in a good way because i guess they don't know what people want and i don't know i just feel like that can be really easily solved you know if any (laughs) hey if any if any cyberpunk um game developers are, are trying to get like a like a, a reviewer up in this piece please let me know because i i don't know i i like to say i'm a little bit of a casual cyberpunk enjoyer i hate that i said enjoyer <laughs> i think i like i'm a little bit of a casual enjoyer but i um i don't know i think i'm, I'm with it like well within like reason you know what i'm saying i i think i think i like to think most cyberpunk fans are well within reason i just don't think we talk about all of the raunchy stuff like enough i don't know i i'm not really into say i'm not really i'm not like in like cyberpunk fan bases or anything like that so i can't maybe i'll join a cyberpunk subreddit after this episode but other than that there's not really much going on with i don't think the cyberpunk world i don't think we have we've gotten enough cyberpunk fans to actually talk about these things and now that we have cyberpunk 2077 out everyone's a cyberpunk fan all of a sudden and I feel like we're going to like really just like miss something big and we're going to miss out on what actually makes a cyberpunk game a cyberpunk game. But I'm kind of saying this out of like misjudgment, I think. I don't think I know. I've like literally never seen anything of Cyberpunk 2077 besides maybe like some people like the customization and stuff like that. And I, I really do want to see it one of these days, maybe once I like I said, once I get a PS5, which will be like 30 years from now. I really do want to see the game because it seems people are like, I don't know, I haven't really even heard reviews on it. It seems like once it came out, people were like, hmm, everyone keeps reselling the PS5. It doesn't work on the PS5, the PS4 rather. And then that was just it. You know, I, I didn't hear a whole lot after that. So maybe what I'll do is I'll, this will, this will be like the Truffle of Valley episode. I will put a pin in this and I will come back and I will address it later. I actually um, am going to be playing a, another cyberpunk game soon. It's called Tales of the Neon Sea. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's like a puzzle game, a bit of an adventure game, and I'm completely fine with those type of things. And um, so hopefully I can like play that and get into Cyberpunk 2077 and take a look at you know, just exactly if these are good or not, and maybe I can come back to this later, this topic later. and. Uh, you know, just have like a fun time, maybe. But um, yeah, I I think I'm I'm going to stop here. Um, just just because I don't want to win myself out. I think half an hour is perfectly fine for me, whenever it comes to solo episodes. But if I'm doing them with like multiple people, they're probably going to be closer to an hour, maybe even more. And um, I I'm trying to like think of anything else I can do to like update everyone. Um, hopefully I will have, like, some more guests on here soon. I was supposed to have, like, a band come on here for an interview, but I haven't, we haven't really, like, gotten to a head on that. 
or but if that doesn't happen i'll probably talk to one of my friends about this and see if they're interested and um, i'll just have them on for a for an episode and we'll just talk about general stuff or whatever but um yeah so if you're listening to this episode once again thank you so much for listening um you guys hey follow the twitter actually it's it's at roost underscore pod i think um yeah just like follow it there's like updates on there about these episodes or whatever um maybe one of these days we'll have like new stuff coming out i don't know maybe i'll have like a giveaway if i get enough listener listeners something like that but yeah anyway um thank you much so much for listening once again uh, my name is brooke and toodle pip toodle all and goodbye (laughs)